Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I am Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Tuesday, April 19th, 2022, and this episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, and I analyze weather data in order to come up with picks on totals. I will make a play on every game Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean that I recommend you the same. I'm just giving you the information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As you go through the plays, remember there are no locks in gambling, so what I'll give you are loves, likes, and leans to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend scaling your wagers. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Fortunately, again, yesterday, another profitable day. We followed up an amazing Saturday with a still pretty good Monday up almost seven units. We got two of our three underdog picks and two of our three A plays. It's always a great day when you can get something like that. Puts us back up almost 20 units for the season and up to a 6% ROI. Again, that's the fantastic uh, you know, <laughs> level that we're aiming for. It doesn't mean it'll always be that good. There will be ups and downs. Uh, middle last week had some downs, uh, culminating in a pretty rough Friday, but then bounce back right good. So we get more good days than bad days is all we're aiming for here. Every day won't be great. Yesterday was. We'll try to do it again today for you, though. And before we get to that slate, reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free and the only way to ensure that you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know there's in the game. Hit me up on Twitter or drop a comment if you're on YouTube. I love those and try to respond to as many as I can. And today, we have a couple doubleheaders. Um, as of right now, there aren't any lines out for Arizona-Washington um, one of those games is getting going earlier in the day, 105 Eastern first pitch. I'm assuming that's because we haven't quite confirmed exactly who's starting in which game. So of course, if that were to change, my number will update with that. I have numbers on the Google sheet where you can find that link at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. That's also where I'll post my plays for the double hitters. I'm not going to touch them here. Lines are just coming out. They're just figuring all that stuff out. Uh, we've got a lot of other games to talk about here, and I don't want this podcast to become 45 minutes. So I'm going to skip the doubleheaders. I will post those picks on Twitter. I will also put them in the Google Sheet for you. Just a quick weather note. Both of those games are going to have winds blowing out, out to right, maybe a little bit across, so could help hitters out a little bit. The winds in New York are going to be uh, stronger. The ones in Washington are going to be uh, mid to high uh, you know, teens. Uh, in New York, they're gusting up. You know, normal sustained winds in the, in the low 20s up to the mid 20s, high 20s for Gust in the 30s. Also, that would be more out the center. So some great pitchers in those games. Thankfully, the temperature is cooler, which will help the pitchers. But some of these winds blowing out is going to make me a little bit scared of just blind underbetting. So I'll analyze those once we get the full lines. Again, I'll post those on Twitter. And I will put those in the sheet as well for you for the Diamondbacks Nationals doubleheader and the Giants Mets doubleheader. Moving on to other games, we have 610 Eastern, the White Sox at the Guardians. Dallas Keuchel versus Shane Bieber. The model thinks that the Guardians should be a minus 136 favorite. This is the number I threw out there yesterday for you if it was Keuchel and Bieber. So I'm going to give a B pick on the Guardians, minus 135. A couple of notes here on this one. First off, it sounds like there's more of a likelihood that Bieber wasn't prepping to go for yesterday. So his routine is lined up. Keuchel 
would have been the opposite. You was supposed to go yesterday. I don't know if that has any effect. I'm just saying if there is, that might give us a little bit of a bump. You never know. Some pitchers are very routine focused and you see them get thrown off by a day like this and it, and it just, there's off, you know, some pitchers don't. So you never know who, but I'm just saying if there is that, that could give us a slight extra bump to the guardians. The other angle you can look on this, if you don't want to lay it with the Guardians, would be an under. The temperature should be about 40 degrees, so very cold. Winds are going to be blowing across. The interesting thing here is, what do you make of Dallas Keuchel? He had a rough uh, season last year. Actually pitched well in 2020. One of the few pitchers who the uh, layoff there didn't seem to bother him, probably because the year before he missed half the season with contract issues. Uh but last year was really bad for him and, and you know, velocity down. Not that he ever threw hard, but the, the difference between being able to, you know, get to 90-91 is very different when you're pumping at 87. And so he had a pretty good start his first outing. If you think that he's bounced back and he still has, you know, a little bit left in the tank, you might go under on this one. The reason I'm not going under here, I'm not sure if that's true. I'm not going to buy overly into one start. I think last year's results are probably more predictive. Last year wasn't good for him. Also, my concern about the under is the Guardians have handled Shane Bieber with kid gloves. They really haven't stretched him out. They pull him early any chance they get. And so the under worries me in the event that this game has any runs scored whatsoever. I think there's just going to be more and more and more. I think it's going to pile on. I think, you know, if the Guardians get to Keuchel, and get four or five runs. It may be a situation where they don't let Bieber throw seven innings. They pull him after five or six because the bullpen, the bullpen gives up a couple runs. I think it's going to one of those runs are going to lead to runs type games. So the under is a little bit concerning for me there, especially at the number of seven and a half. It's just so low. I, I really want a pitcher to have more faith in than Keuchel to go under seven and a half in this one. So I'm sticking Guardians B pick minus 135. Tiny bit of value there. I think they're the side you want to be on. I'm not buying into Keuchel's first start. I need to see a lot more of that before I trust him. 640 Eastern. First pitch Cardinals at the Marlins. Adam Wainwright versus Jesus Lazardo. Lazardo looks really good looking into him and some of the advanced metrics, some of the spin rates, stuff some of the the just the complete change in pitch selection that he's had since his trade over from oakland not to say that oakland doesn't do great things with pitchers that just means they can't be perfect with everyone and he looks fantastic since coming over to miami i really have a lot of faith in him i have a lot of faith in wainwright again as we talked about defying father time the model thinks the Cardinals should be a minus 112 favorite right now that would present no edge on either side, which doesn't really bother me either way because I'm going under eight at minus 105 A pick. Of all the A picks, this might be my favorite on the board. Two great pitchers, uh, not a friendly hitter, hitter's environment. Uh, not, not a lot of in the lineups that I'm overly scared about. Not that either lineup's bad, but neither lineup is you know, anything near, say, what the Dodgers are offering. Um, so I think that under eight is a great pick here, a pick. I love this one. Not much else to say about it. Yankees of the Tigers, 640 Eastern. Garrett Cole versus Tyler Alexander. Uh, I think Tyler Alexander might be sneaky good, and Garrett Cole might be sneaky bad. We've seen this whole sticky stuff thing play out over the last, you know, almost year now. Cole's been one of the ones affected the most by it. 
his numbers continue to track down. He hasn't looked good so far. If that's real and he goes back to being just good, not you know top two in the Cy Young voting year in and year out, there's going to be some value fading Cole. It doesn't mean he's going to lose every start. Still a good pitcher. Yankees still a good team. It just means that in his first 10, 12 starts, if you're you know, just consistently fading him until the number catches up, you're going to be profitable. I think that's what we're looking at right now. I have the Tigers plus 192 as a B pick. Only a B pick, not because I don't love it. I really like this pick. I have it only as a B pick because, you know, if I'm, and you see on the ticker there of how I'm scaling these picks, A pick is a three unit pick, B pick is a two unit pick, C picks are one unit picks. And that means. If you have minus odds, you bet the amount needed to win that. If you have plus odds, you bet that amount. I don't need to put three units on the Tigers because at plus 192, if I only have a two-unit bet, I'm still getting almost four units. So the payout's already there for us. So some of you, I know, you like the Apex. The Apex have been great. They have the highest ROI of, of all the grades, which is which is comforting for me and good because that's what we're what I'm trying to show, what I, what I hope to happen. It doesn't always work out that way, though, right? But I want to make sure you all catch on this. Don't just look at the Apex. The Tigers here, I really like this. I just don't need to be over-invested that third unit. I don't think the Tigers are more likely than women not. I just think there's amazing value at plus 192. The model thinks 157 is the correct number. So the Tigers win this game more or less four out of 10 times. And if you can give me a four out of 10 winner at almost plus 200, that is amazing value. So I really like this Tigers plus 192, only a B pick just because of the way the units work out. But a great investment, in my opinion, here. Like I said, I think Tyler Alexander uh, might not be might not be bad. Might be kind of subtly sneaky good under the radar type pitcher. Weatherwise, the temperature is going to be cold there, so definitely good pitching weather. Winds gonna be out to left though, and low double digit miles per hour wind. So a little bit nervous about the under because of the wind. But if you had to go over under on that one, I'd go under and just hope that you don't have any uh, you know warning track fly balls that get over the fence uh, for for this one. Blue Jays at the Red Sox 710 Eastern, Kikuchi versus Eovaldi. The model thinks the Red Sox should be a minus 130 favorite. So I'll give you a C pick on the Blue Jays, plus 130. Not one that I really love. We're getting plus odds, so I think there's always value there. It's kind of right at where the number is. I think Eovaldi is a much better pitcher than Kikuchi. That's kind of why it's a C pick. I, I can't really get over-invested in that. Uh, but I think the Blue Jays offense is much better than the Red Sox. Weather-wise, we're going to have winds about 15 miles an hour blowing out to center. Um, chilly night, as usual, here in April uh, in Boston, upper 40s. So nothing for me on the total on this one. I also just want to note here, when we talk about the grades of these picks, a lot of times, not always, not always, there are definitely some exceptions to this, but sometimes the grades in the picks just has to do with the value. This is a C pick at Blue Jays plus 130. This number gets out to plus 140. I'd say that's a B pick. It has to do with the fact that we want to get more units down where we have value because that's going to lead us to better profits in the long run. So sometimes it's about what I'm seeing. Sometimes it's about the pitcher. Sometimes it's about the weather. Sometimes it's just about the number. That's definitely a part of the equation. The number here for the Blue Jays, not one I really like. So plus 130, I think there's a little value there. So I'll take it as a C pick, but I would need that number to get up in the 135 range or higher before I was comfortable with giving it a B pick on that one. 740 Eastern, Pirates at the Brewers. Brew, Breaker, Brew Baker versus Burns. All the Bs right here. The model thinks the Brewers 
should be minus 242, which is quite a number. That's over 70% win probability. The numbers that I'm seeing right now would say there's no value on either side. The model doesn't even think you should mess with the Pirates. And against Burns, I think that's probably a smart idea. You never really want to fade him unless you're just getting fantastic value. Instead, I'll go under 7.5. And I'll give this an A pick as well. We've talked about this before. Brubaker is a pitcher that I trust and I like. And I definitely like Burns. The Brewers' bullpen is rested. Uh, They weren't needed yesterday. And, of course, the Brewers' pen is definitely one of their strengths. I still don't see a lot from the Brewers' bats. They scored a little bit last night. But overall, I still don't think they're going to light the world on fire. So I think seven and a half is a good number. I'm not sure the Pirates score, but maybe one run in this whole game. And if they do, then that means the Brewers have to score a lot for this to go over. Again, there's no locks in gambling, but I do love under seven and a half. I think there's a lot more ways that we win this than we lose this one. So just want to be a little more invested in that one. And a similar story, I want to be more invested in this one, raising at the Cubs, Weisler versus Justin Steele. I like the raise here. It's minus 105 right now, and I'm giving an A pick on this one as well. The model thinks raise minus 109, but I kind of give a manual bump. It's not reflecting the model, but just a mental bump here to the raise. Anytime they do these bullpen games, these opener games, they're going to go with Fleming behind Weisler. They know what they're doing with these. Other teams have tried to replicate it, but very few have had the success the Rays have had. It seems like every time they do this, you know, they give up two runs in the whole game, you know, three runs. And if you're giving up two or three runs, you got much better than 50-50 odds to win the game, which is what minus 105 would more or less indicate. So I really like the Rays here. love this one. Minus 105 is an A pick. I do think Steele is a pretty good pitcher. Uh, for the Cubs, he's looked good so far this year. Uh, he closed last year fairly strong. I think he's a little undervalued in general. I just think, you know, we went with the Cubs last night with the plus odds, and uh, that was the right side. I think now we flip. I think now we're on the raise. The other angle for this one would be an under. The weather is going to be as nasty as it was yesterday, about 40 degrees winds blowing across so there's going to be nothing there to help the bat so under would be the other way you can look at this i'm seeing some seven and a halfs pop up right now i think you're i think you're a wise better if you're taking the under on this one as well the name recognition isn't there especially given the fact that the starter for the race is just an opener but i think the weather lines up i think the pitchers are both undervalued neither offense i think is great uh, they played a 4-2 game yesterday. I think today probably is 4-2 raise. I think that seems like the right result. So I think under makes sense. But I, I like the raise minus 105 better. And so a pick for me on Tampa Bay. 18 Eastern first pitch, Angels at the Astros. Patrick Sandoval versus Fromber Valdez. We've seen, I said on the first podcast, I said good Fromber, good, bad Fromber, bad. And we've seen a good Fromber outing and we've seen a bad Fromber outing. Generally, he's more good than bad. Not always, but generally. And so with that in mind, I'll give you a B pick on the Astros, minus 150. Model thinks the Astros should be minus 157. So I think there's value here on the Astros. They got the job done last night. The under didn't come through for us. There were a few too many runs. The Astros bats exploded against what could be an up and down Angels staff. I would look under again here today. Sandoval, not a bad pitcher for Anaheim. The reason I'm not going under 
is I think a lot here has to do with Frombert. The only way this game stays under is if we get a good pitching performance. Not the only way. The, the easiest way it stays under is if we get a good pitching performance from Frombert. And if we get a good pitching performance from him, I think the Astros are the right side. And I think just go ahead and lay the odds and you've got some value there. So I think the under isn't as opportunistic because I think there's more ways that the total goes awry than the Astros lose, even relative to the odds. So Astros minus 150 is a B pick for me. Similar story, I'll talk about this later, but similar story to what I talked about with Detroit earlier. Not an A pick, because I'm having to lay minus 150 and I don't want to be over-invested. So it's kind of an A it's like it's like a B plus pick. It's like an A minus pick. You know, if if you want to really dive into it, I like the Astros. I think minus one fifty is offering good value. But if I make this an A pick, that means I've got four and a half units invested in it, and that's just a little too much for my taste. So B plus pick, if you want to call it that, here for the Angels and Astros, uh, laying a little bit of odds with Houston. Same time slide, 10 Eastern first pitch. Twins at the Royals. Chris Archer versus Carlos Hernandez. Two pitchers that I like. I would look to the under in this one as well. That's not a bad angle. The temperatures are going to be in the mid to low 50s. Uh, winds blowing across, so no wind aid for the batters. Again, under not a bad play, but instead I'm going Royals plus 105. I think there's more value there. The model has done fairly well with sides. I've mentioned this oftentimes. It does well early in the season. It kind of happens with all sports. I'm just going to trust the model on this one and say Royals plus 105 with a B pick is the side that you want to be on. It's worked. I'm going to keep keep riding it. There's really not much else to say other than that. Like I said, I do like both pitchers. If you like under, I think that's definitely this is definitely one that an under makes a lot of sense on. I'm just I'm only making one pick per game. That's kind of the gimmick. That's the way I'm rolling with this. And so with that in mind, I'm going Royals plus 105 with a B pick. Phillies at the Rockies, Kyle Gibson versus Kyle Freeland. The Battle of the Kyles at Coors Field tonight. The model thinks that the Phillies should be minus 110 favorites, and so I'm giving a B pick on the Rockies plus 115. More or less see what I said in the previous game. I'm just trusting the model here. It says that there's value with Freeland. We've talked about this before. I think he's better than people give him credit for. He knows how to pitch in Coors. Kyle Gibson, again, pitched fairly well. Um, I think he's probably a little bit undervalued in my numbers as well, but it's always tough to go to Coors and pitch in those elements. I'm not saying that Gibson can't do it. I'm just saying it's tough. Uh, it's tough for all the bullpen guys as well. Rockies have a little bit more of a home field edge than most teams do because of those elements. I think there's value here in the Rockies at plus 115. They got it done for us last night. I'm going to see if they can't do it again. So B pick for me on the Rockies plus 115. Weather-wise, a little warmer here in Denver. First pitch temperature is going to be in the mid to low 70s. Wind kind of out to right field. So this is one that I would look under if the conditions were better. But given these conditions, I'm not going under, even though the total is 11. If I had to play a total, I'd probably play under because I like these pitchers. But the conditions just make it where I'd rather stay away because we've seen games at this altitude. If the conditions aren't helpful, Sometimes you just have you know an inning where one team puts up three, their team puts up four, and you're just kind of hosed on anything under unless the rest of the game goes perfect for you. Now to the late games, 940 Eastern first pitch, Reds at the Padres. Reaver San Martin versus Joe Musgrove. Model thinks the Padres should be a minus 175 favorite. That's what they are, so I'm going to lay it with them 
at minus 175. I'm going to give you a B pick here. It's similar to that Angels Astros thing I talked about, a B plus pick. I do not want this as an A pick because I just don't want to be over invested in it. So I don't want to put that third unit down on it because that would require just too much of an investment that I think is not smart to do. So only a B pick here, but I really like the Padres. I don't think San Martin is that good. Uh, he's a prospect ish, but he's not one that I really want to back. I think that the, uh, what the Reds had yesterday in Lodolo is much better than San Martin, and the Padres got the four runs off of him. Jake and I gave you double winners on that one. We both said we liked the Padres. I went with the under as an A pick. I kind of see today playing out the same way, except I kind of think that the, uh, like I said, I think the Reds starters are a little bit worse today. So, uh, you know, if you wanted to look under, you can. I just that yesterday was better to be on the under because I liked Lodolo more. Today, I think it's better to be on the Padres, kind of for the same reasoning. So B pick for me on the Padres, minus 175. Weather-wise, it'll be about 60 degrees, so not overly cold there. But again, the ball tends to not carry at that park either way. Wind's blowing across, so no wind help there. Total, 7.5. I have to lay a lot of juice, though. So I think Padres minus 175 is the better investment. But if you wanted to go under, I don't blame you on that one. The... Orioles are playing the Athletics at that same time slot. Right now, it appears to be Chris Ellis and Cole Irvin. That's not been confirmed. And so because that has not been confirmed, there are no odds on that. This is another situation where I will update on Twitter in the sheet what the official pick is once we get more information. Also, at that same time slot, there Rangers at the Mariners. John Gray versus Robbie Ray. The model thinks the Mariners should be a minus 148 favorite. This one's pretty simple and straightforward. I'm going Mariners minus 130 with an A play. I think that there's value here on this number, specifically because Robbie Ray hasn't started off this season as good as he was last year, but I'm not going to fall for any of that. His underlying metrics still look good. I've said before, I think Gray's a, a decent pitcher. I think he's probably a little overvalued. People are like, oh, he's out of course, whatever. I think he was solid for the most part. The only down year he really had, I think for either one of these pitchers, looking back, has been the, the pandemic short season, which was Milwaukee for most pitchers. I think they're both solid pitchers, but I think Ray's a better pitcher. I still don't buy into the Rangers. I, I live in the DFW area. I have some Rangers friends. I, I kind of hear it every year. For the most part, it's how the Rangers should be better, and I can't. It's been, what, a decade since that's really been true. They had one year, I think, in there where they were okay back in, I guess, 2016. That feels like a decade ago, I guess, with how the world's played out. It's just, it's like the same thing every year. They haven't started off good now. I just, I don't think the Rangers are that good. I think the Mariners are pretty solid. I have the better pitcher in Ray, and I'm, and I'm not having to lay that big of a price. It's pretty simple and straightforward. Mariners minus 130 is the A play for me. I think you don't overthink this one, and I think you get to the window. Which closes us out with the Braves at the Dodgers. Could not get the under yesterday in this one. I think we kind of nailed it pretty accurately, though. I said the reason I didn't love that one was because you know it could blow up, and sure enough, do, do I do the pun? You know, you know what he didn't know. I'm a dad now, you know. I can't, I can't help it, right? Um, he did blow up. He didn't make it through four innings, and he gave up five runs. I don't think Max Fried's going to give up five runs here. The Dodgers offense is good, but Freed's a much better pitcher than Yanoa. So I think that gives me more confidence on the under, under today. Freed and Bueller are two great pitchers. Under eight is an A pick for me. It's minus 115 right now. Uh, Weather-wise, 
We're going to start off with a little bit of wind blowing out, but that's going to die down pretty quickly according to the models. Temperatures around 60 degrees. Again, a humid night in L.A., like we talked about, I don't really know what MLB is doing with the balls, where they're storing them or not. If they're actually storing in the humidor, the humidity won't affect it because it won't soak any extra water into the ball. Um, but if they aren't doing that or who knows what adjustments they're making, how close they're trying to keep it to the parks, you know, the, the rumor was talking about within a range of certain humidities. And so certain stadiums may kick that higher or lower to play more true to what they normally are. I'm not really sure how any of that's playing out because a lot of that's very black box for us on the fan side of it. But if that has any effect, if there's any extra moisture soaking in the ball, that could help. In general, like we talked about before at night, the ball just doesn't carry there. Again, I think last night uh, just missed that under because of the way that you know it blew up and the Dodgers stole the weaker relievers, letting the Braves score a few runs there. I think this one sets up to be much easier for the under, so a pick for me with regards to the side. The model thinks Dodgers minus 134. And so, again, just like always, it says fade the Dodgers. Just like always, at this point, I'm going to tap the brakes on that. The model thinks value on the Braves. I don't want to fade the Dodgers every single game. I'm not saying that wouldn't be profitable. I just don't want to yet until I at least let the model kind of catch up to how uniquely good this Dodgers offense Pitching staff, starters, relievers, heck, probably the coaches and the trainers are. It's just an elite team uh, all across the board. And so I want to let the model catch up to that and not just – it seems like the model is just kind of like, ah, oh, auto-fade. And I don't know if that's it – might, it might work out. I just, I just don't want to be invested either way. I think the under makes a lot more sense. So under eight for me as an A pick. And so to recap – Apex, I've got five of them for you here today. Cardinals at the Marlins under eight. Pirates at the Brewers under seven and a half. Braves at the Dodgers under eight. And then I've got two side Apex, Rays minus 105. Mariners minus 130. Again, remember I talked about a couple of those games with some different odds that are kind of B-plus type picks that they just didn't make Apex because the odds didn't allow, didn't, didn't seem conducive to putting that third unit on them, but picks I really liked um, one way or the other for plus or minus odds. So obviously be thinking about that. And as a reminder, there's five games I've not made a pick for, either the doubleheader games or the athletics game. I will post those on Twitter and in the Google Sheet. So I'll get you a pick for all 17 games today. And it looks like no rain out, so it's exciting that we'll actually get all of these in, it appears. So that's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. A reminder, check out that Google Sheet, again, for model projections, results, and the five games I've talked about here on the pod today. You can find that link at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content we find on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I will see you tomorrow. Until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.